Hi, I'm Elisa Flakes, and I am the facilitator of Hope Wednesday. Hope Wednesday is a psychoeducational educational platform where we integrate psychology and faith. We have been on a wonderful topic, the father impact. We've been talking about how the role of the father impacts everything in the home, in the world, and it is not until men take their rightful place that our world will be healed. So I really feel like this is really important, and I want to thank our special guests for most of the year. It's been Pastor Flakes. Thank you for joining us again. And for the month of August, we are focusing on God's recovery plan for men because He has a recovery plan. And although there's such a negative stigma on men, more specifically African-American men, it is important that we throw out a lifeline because God had a plan. And we want to offer that today. We, we're starting the conversation. We may not be able to answer all the questions or get into this, you know, the various components of recovery, but we just hope to begin the conversation, like I stated, and give you something to begin to seek and to be hopeful, because this is Hope Wednesday, that God loves you and that He has a plan for your life. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to share your word. You are a redeemer. You are a savior. You are a forgiver. You are Lord God, everything we need you to be. And you died for us to have an abundant life. I pray that whoever listens to this takes courage and hope and knows that they can get up again and that you have a recovery plan for all of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you for joining us again, Pastor Flakes. We have covered quite a bit, and I've really enjoyed it. I'll go back and I'll watch it. And I really enjoyed um, how we talked about the role of the father impact and the good father, God, and how men are supposed to be in the image of God and be a blessing to the earth. Wow. Did you all hear that? Men are a gift. Women are a gift as well. We're going to get their mamas. But we want to focus on men being a gift to the world and being the image and the representative of God in the earth. I know that's hard for some people to hear, and it's even harder for the enemy because he does not want to see a man have the glory that he wanted. But God has ordained men with glory to be the representatives in the earth. And I just, I think that's fabulous. And I'm okay with it. I honor God as a woman, but I just, I think it's fabulous, Pastor Flakes. I think it's fabulous. And so what we want to talk about, what we've been talking about, is the fall of men. In your estimation, we know throughout the Bible that men have fallen, and each generation has specific challenges. What would you say are some of the challenges that cause men to fall or why men have fallen? There's a lot of things that reason why men have fallen. There's, um, you have, um, it can either be, um, Mental conditioning in a sense that the their environment has was not conducive for them to be successful. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be what, what I mean by that. It could be they've been raised in a single parent home. Mm-hmm. They they have not been mentored themselves. They don't know what it is to be a man, nor the definition or what God's expectation out of them to be a man. Or, or it could be um, um, personal uh, mental. Um, conditioning in a sense that they themselves don't see themselves 
in a better position as a man, nor do they understand the true definition of what it is to be a man. And, and which causes a lot of confusion and really they're, op they're operating based off of ignorance. And if they don't know, how, how can you expect a person to do or to be something that they are ignorant of in the first place? Right. So, um, you know, much of our society, um, much of our society is ex has an expectation. And it's, it's unfortunate because the expectation of what a man is if you look at in the past 10, 15, 20, or 30 years, each, each generation has, uh, especially in the 21st century, they're now changing the definition of what the expectation of what a man is. And that becomes challenging uh, when we move the, the needle or move the bar of the definition of what it, what it is to be a man away from God's understanding of his expectation out of a man. And when you move that needle or you move the the, the definition or the line, then it becomes confusion, uh, conf creates confusion. Right. So I hear you saying that men fall because there's just so many narratives of what a man is. Right. And yes. I also heard you say, um, you know, the, the environment not being able to have a good marker or a good representative of what, God intended, right? Because a lot of people aren't living out there, you know, the God's design for men, right? Right. I, I'll give you an example. Uh, you, you have uh, before the baby boomers, you had the World War II. Well, men went out to fight, uh, and men were the first ones to go out to fight. But he, and then as that next generation comes in, the baby boomers. Well, you had men that were more. Um, they went. They were. Uh, children of the World War II or the veteran era. And that even spurned a different idea of what a man is that, you know, the World War II man, you know, <clears throat> we go out to fight for our families. We go out to fight for our country. Well, now the battlefield becomes the, the workplace. They become the CEOs. They become that environment. As time went on, as the men were at, at, at work, you had a lot of children which are male children at home as latchkey kids which was the generation x so well if you didn't have an example and usually in the baby boomers you see that that had a high divorce rate so now men were leaving the family right and, and they were being taken out of the home right uh and now you had boys raising themselves right and then as that as the next generation the millennials came in or the gen y now you have Gen Xers, which were latchkey kids, are raising their boys. And how are they raising their boys of what their perception of what manhood is? Right. And if right. they don't have a clear, if they didn't have a clear understanding, how are they going to pass on the understanding of what God is expecting out of them? Right. I just see, and more specifically, we'll speak to um, right now our community, being African-Americans, um, and this is for everyone, but I just this one point I was thinking about, collective failing and the collective failing has been communal mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. some of that has been you know because of the trauma of slavery right and then when they did you know come back together and they were strong um then again there was another uh dismantling of the family Which, through, the through, through the welfare system the government, that, the right. government. Right. and so it, it's just 
the traumatic experience and then the social experiences have led up to the collective failing of our men. Right. You know, and I think a major part of that is poverty. Mm. Yes, spirituality, lack of spirituality. But I also would like to say, like, for those of you um, who are struggling, a lot of it is poverty. And, and even in trying to fight poverty, our men fail because they want to sell dope. Or they fail because they want quick money. But that was, it, it, I agree um, to an extent. Mm-hmm. But into 21st century, there is not a great um, disparity in a sense that you can get out there and be an entrepreneur. You you can get out there and you have much more opportunities right. than you than they did during the time of the the eighties and nineties. Right. You have a lot more opportunity now. And so, what what has transpired to uh, to deflate the desire to to do well? Right. What what it, what what it, what is what is what what is the thing that have just robbed people of that 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 will to to be successful? I think that people have a desire to be successful. I think you have a small people even want to be successful at being a homeless person. I see that homeless people homeless people are like you know pimping their right. the, their carts and different stuff in their areas. I just think it's the way they go about it based on what you said earlier, the information and the models around right. them. So I think that poverty plays a significant role in the, the, the desire to have either identity, I think you might have touched on that, and to have status. Right. And, and, that, and I think that that's where right now we're living in a status-driven society. Right. It's more persona. Mm-hmm. It's not identity uh, whereas when you're coming out of the slave days, they were more identity, their family. they, The person that went to school, they were very proud. They were going to achieve something. Right. Their now, name meant something. It, exactly. Now it's more because of social media. Social media has driven up the aspect of status and persona. And individuality. And, and individualism. And now Jesus. that individualism has played a part into driving uh, people to do things that are irresponsible. They uh, uh, dr- driven people to do things that are just so reckless, and they don't want to take accountability for uh, for themselves in 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 motivating themselves to become better and changing when they change their thought process and their philosophy. They don't want to do better because they're they are more settled in status then they are an actual, it's going to take some work to become better. Right. And I, I, I can't help but think about when I ask the question, why men fall and, you know, what does it look like in our day and age? When I look at Adam and I look at the lust and just the desire to do what he wanted to do, and that was very individualistic. Right. So right. I think there's just a, a, just a really big challenge for men to be communal mm. and, and the biggest part of men being communal is that God is communal. Right. Like, and as you state so often that when he made E for Adam, he said it's not good for man to be one. Right. It's actually detrimental and it doesn't reflect God. That's the one part that does not reflect God when men are selfish and when men are one. So 
uh, in our society, we bait men to just think about themselves. Right. And it's right. not collective, collective community, you know, community mm-hmm. process, family process. It's more of what can I get? How much can I achieve? Right. You know, how can, how do I look? What? Not how do my family look or my right. wife or my kids, right. but it's it's personal yeah. persona, right. and that's the sin of Adam. Right. So what I see today, even though it looks different, and you can tell me if I'm wrong or give me some feedback, because I'm saying what I see as a woman, and I want you to let me know what you experience as a man, because that's different. But from a psychological and a spiritual integrated perspective, I see the sin of Adam just highlighted, dip, highlighted. Throughout our time today. It is easier today to be selfish than it is to be selfless. Mm-hmm. It is, we have much more, we have many more trees that we could pick from mm. that we're supposed to stay away from. Right. That's uh, good. We have, then, then, then operating on um, self-discipline. Right. Uh, you 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 can go at, at. They have legalized marijuana. Right. They have made uh, the porn industry. Right. They have made uh, you know video games, mm. social P-Vibes. social media. Mm-hmm. They have made it instead of living a life of responsibility. They have made more trees that we can choose from to become selfish than it is to become responsible and do the right thing. And no one blinks. And, and you could leave you could have a affair tonight. Right. And be in the pulpit on Sunday. Right. And so because have other kids, I our agree. society, we I don't agree. hold each other. No. There's more trees. The level of accountability has is gone. Contributes to the falling. It, here's the thing, because it feeds to another area of the collective persona. It, it feeds to that. So if right. if the pastor is not responsible, I'm st- I can still give them a pass because I am feeding into the persona. And if I feed in the persona, I'm I am I'm actually uh, justifying my persona without holding myself accountable. Mm-hmm. Neither will I hold anybody else accountable. Right. So it's easier for me not to hold that person accountable because I'm not going to hold myself accountable, which leads to uh, we we are all going to be selfish together, right? And so so that 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 becomes a challenge because it, 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 throughout history, even even after uh, it, it, we'll start from Adam's fall. Adam had a responsibility to adhere to based on his Creator, based on his Father. God God drew a line in the sand that Adam was supposed to stand by, that he was not supposed to cross. In that, that that raised the bar of accountability. Now, when he did fall, God didn't. God came looking for him, and looking for him, he asked him the question, "Where are you?" Which which now brings him back to the line of accountability. Wow. When when we as a society, when we as a society fail to walk out the the true definition of what God is expecting out of mm. us as men. We fail to hold other men accountable to what God is expecting out of them. Right. Do Neither think, does society. Right. So do you think this is a loaded question? Because Oprah has contributed to this. Yes, I name dropped. To sensitive men. Yeah. 
Here's the problem with that. Do you that. think men are just more sensitive and that's why you can't hold them accountable? I, I, it's no different from the day that Esther, or not Esther, the day that uh, Deborah. Deborah had a problem uh, with Barack, and we mentioned this before, going to war with her because men were too sensitive. Uh, really, hard times were supposed to develop hard men. And I think soft time to develop soft men. That's mm, my, that's, that's a my, reason to be hold somebody accountable because if you don't, they're going to be soft. Absolutely. Yeah. And, it, and 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 so you ask the question: Who's standing at the gate, or who's guarding the door? When you have a soft man at the door, the soft man will let anything in. Hard men usually stand up, and they. That's why Jesus gives the analogy: unless you bind the strong man, well. If you have soft men standing at the door, you don't have to worry about binding them. The soft man will let anything in. And so right. when you have less accountability, when you have self-interest and soft men, when I was when I was in the Marine, when I was in the military, I didn't want a soft man in in the foxhole with me. I needed a strong man. Having a strong man helps we feed off of each other to become strong together. Right. And us being iron sharpened iron. iron, sharpened iron. Yeah. Look, we got this. You got this. Um, even if in the, in my point of of uh, being timid or even fearful, right. that other men have a capability of driving out fear from other that's men. That's good. Come on. And so that yeah. that's where even even in the Bible before they went to war, they they did an admonishment. If you're fearful, go home. So other men have the capability of driving fear out of other men. So I hear you saying that men fall in part because of accountability, but also I hear you saying because of relation lack of relationship. Sure. Where men are not coming together on the line, like right. there is no line of accountability. Right. You know, one sound, one sound, one one band, one sound, or just a football line. Right. Like everyone's playing their own position. It's more like Absolutely. individual track. Absolutely. So there's a lack of. And it's always been lack of relationship. Well, when you look in a family, a father holds their sons accountable. Mm. So how do you learn accountability? Like we, you teach your boys, no, get up. You, you stop crying. You could do this. Mm-hmm. They, they fall down. If, if they didn't fall off the roof, that's falling off the roof is different from falling off of a table or, or a small couch. That's right. different. Um, we as men, we, we gain accountability and we gain strength by strengthening each other. So I don't know which one. We don't have a lot of time. I would ask you about the military and how that's been impacted by soft men. But I'll ask you this. No, I'll have something greater. We've got to maximize our time for our beautiful Mm -hmm. audience. How has being a soft man impacted marriages? (laughs) Um, I mean, across the board, soft. Soft to your your lust, soft to your feelings, soft to your... It does not help the dynamics of the family. Mm. In fact, it 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 what's the word? It actually undermines mm. the effectiveness of the family because mm. a man is expected to be the cultivator. The man is expected to be the protector. The man is expected to be uh, uh, the the producer or to be productive. Soft men that um, they do not support. It undermines the totality of what a 
what a man's responsibility and role. Now, what I mean, I want to make sure that we clear the definition of soft. Mm, um, I was thinking about that. We let's 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 people that are ultra passive, led by their amygdala, by uh, by are led by, by their, their emotions mm-hmm. and their feelings. Because as men committed to their feelings, that's a good committed one. to their feelings. <laughs> you cannot be soft, Father God, and live and be committed in, to and, your feelings. And because your feelings, mm. as a man, a they don't matter. They because there's some things that you got to override your feelings, how you feel about certain things, mm-hmm. and you got to get up and protect the house. Right. You got to get up and be stern, and and you may have to have the last word. That doesn't mean that you're cold and callous Mm -hmm. that just means that as a man there there's a direction that you have to travel and you have to pick even after you consult with your wife there may be as a man this is the this is the road that we have to travel right and and everybody in the house may not like it but as a as as the responsible man and 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 the foundation of that house you may have to do make some hard decisions, and, that's a, that's and, and, it, and you you don't soft you, man versus you, you can't man. have a soft man and 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 make hard decisions. You're gonna have to make some hard decisions, or, or, or allowing the wife to 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 run the house or the children to run the house, and you don't say a thing or don't say a word or don't establish any any boundaries or any solid foundational principles of how the house should be because. Lions roar. Lions roar. And, and again, that doesn't mean that... I mean, no. I mean, they have a voice. At people, 100%. People hear that the lion roars and the giant and his voice reverberates. That's right. That's right. And, and if he never said anything, the enemy... And I don't think that the roaring is for his family, per se. The roaring is for everybody else. He says something. The roaring is to let everybody else know. Boundaries. There's boundaries. Yeah. Um. And, and and now within the house, you you establish that based off of the interaction and the social con- construct of the house. Can't but, be soft. But, but the roar is for everybody else. Right. So we've defined the soft man, and we just basically talked about the individuality that's killing our men. So many in jail, they didn't think about the ramifications of their actions on their children. Right. You want the baby mamas to visit you in jail. Right. You right. want, um, you know, all of these people to put money on your books. And, and we do because we love people. I had a brother who was in jail and I, I went to the, I think it's called CDC before mm-hmm. and, and made that visit um, to see him there and sent pictures. You love your loved ones. But I don't think that when the crime is being committed, they're strong and they're commitment to others it's soft their commitment is soft so i'll say that too so as we move a little further because we want to help people understand that god understands that men fall because of the fall of adam right all of sin and come short of the glory of god so we have a proclivity and you have a proclivity as men to fall and the enemy wants to make sure because you have an adversary who wants your spot? Kind of like um, the five heartbeats when Eddie Kane said, "You want my spot mm-hmm. to flash? Well, you, you ain't, ain't gonna, gonna get, get it. it." So there's a constant plotting, and there's a constant attempt to give you to place these things in your choosing view. 
you know, women half naked throwing themselves right. at men. It's like the, the hyenas and the bambies are laying out before and they don't even have to hunt anymore. Right. You right. can do uh, sneaky links and hookups right. and downloads right. and and all these things that are being thrown at you. And God understands that. And God wants you to be whole. He understands when people fall. Right. He understands when men fall. You know, that that it's it's not a position that God wants men to stay in, but God understands that. Right. Right. God understands that that men fall. Right. But he has a recovery plan. Yeah. So this part, this segment, this rest of this part is to speak to God's recovery plan for man. Because we saw the first man fall and we saw his reaction to it. Right. Lots of shame. Right. And guilt. And guilt and blaming. And and the essence of not dealing with being vulnerable. Right. Being embarrassed. Right. Right. I know. There, there is embarrassment that comes with it. Right. There is embarrassment that comes with it. And, you know, as a man, now think about it. We, as a man, we have been given these directives. So innate within us or deep within us. Say it. There should be a, I should know. And I should win. I have domain. I've been given domain. Right. It's like Dominion calls out from Love, From dominion, deep within dominion. us. So so what happens is when we fail, that expectation of I should know better um, is devastated. Mm-hmm. We're devastated. Mm-hmm. Um, like we, we should know how to get to the park. We should know when we're driving to our destinations. We should know. That's why men, they, they have a challenge when oh, you made a mistake. You, 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 you went, turned down the wrong. I know. Um, mm-hmm. So because deep within us, we have been given directives, so we should know. Right. Um, and that directive that came from God. So now when we fall, um, it becomes much more devastating because we should have known. I would like to say I think it's traumatic. I, yeah. Because just when just as yeah. when Adam sinned, it was traumatic. Yeah. And what made it traumatic was that it was a loss and a fear of life. Right. And it was an, uh, his nervous system was just depleted and he couldn't integrate that he couldn't integrate the experience into his emotions or his mind so it was just like it caused a fragmentation right so i believe when men sin and women too but specifically men because you're made in the image of god and you have that thing in you that's like really beckoning you to be lord and to rule and to reign Right. And so when you fall, it's traumatic to your system and it's connected to your Adam legacy. And you have cellular memory of Adam's fall. Right. So it's compounded. So it's like complex trauma on trauma. Right. And so you feel it. You feel the shame. You feel I'm not good enough. I lost. The defeat. Yeah. Right. And that's why men are so competitive. That's and right. sin won. That's right. So there is an um, a dis- uh an opportunity to walk in pride because pride protects you from the loss, the perceived loss. So in looking at that, God's recovery plan for Adam Mm -hmm. was redemption, right? Am I right Right. about it? So he has a plan. Right. He has a plan. Right. He has a plan. He has a plan. Um, 
He has a plan. He when has, you fall, I don't yeah. care if you got six kids, you he don't take care of them. He does not want you to. Drugs. He does not. I don't care if you cheated and your yeah. wife may be at the brink of leaving you. This might be your second marriage. God does not get glory out of you being in a fallen condition. He does not get glory. He does not take delight in you being in the position of disadvantage. He right. does he didn't not. Make you that he didn't way. make you that way. Yeah. He didn't you form like you. It, God he didn't form you to mm. be in the position of failure mm-hmm. or 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 deep, consistent disappointment. That's mm. not what he made you to be. He made you to have dominion. So in <clears throat> you're you're it, it you cannot get used to being in defeated condition. Mm-hmm. That's not a condition that you should be comfortable with mm-hmm. nor should you make make your bed in that in that mm-hmm. position um it's 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 um I, i'll give you a person comes to mind uh samson mm-hmm. samson given the fact that he had he ate of the tree of delilah he was defeated um but look at the shame that he had to endure it was reduced he's reduced for a sexual encounter. He was reduced as a, as a judge or the savior of Israel. His pride, his, his, his lack of humility, he, he allowed one of the Delilah to get to him and to expose a secret only he knew. He didn't reverence, yeah. That he, you yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, and once, that was transpired. He was reduced to of of no consequence, of no no concern. Right. He was reduced to something that there's not, there's nothing for us to fear. There's nothing for us to give us a moment. The Philistines didn't have to worry about a moment of pause because Samson has been hamstrung. Right. Right. But God still faithful. God was still good to him. Right. He was still merciful even after they blinded him. God was still good to him. Cried out to God. And and he yeah. he asked God for forgiveness. He asked right. God for uh uh for mercy. And even after that time while he was working, his hair grew back. Right. Which shows which shows that God's mercy is and or his grace rather mm-hmm. is still uh, is still exhibited and and disseminated upon, right. you know, even the fallen. Right. So God's recovery plan is available if you take the correct steps. Right. But you can't get the recovery your way. Right. And right. I think that's what people want. Like, part of behavioral science, why there are thousands of interventions, is because they don't want to make God the absolute supreme divine being. So they try all these interventions and all of these therapeutic interventions instead of going back to the creator and the manufacturer manufacturer to get God's recovery plan for man. Mm. And so God's recovery plan, it's you can't adapt it. You can't add an addendum. You can't do it your way. Mm. Because not doing it his way is what caused the fall of man, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So in order to get back in good standing with God and he's merciful like Samuel's story Samson's story says we have to look at God's recovery plan and I think David he exemplified all the characteristics needed to get back on the right trail uh-huh. 
And I like it because God still references him as a man after God's, God's own heart. heart. And right. I think the reason why God did that, and I, I want you to talk a little about that too, but I want to like lay the, the framework for it, um, is because although he sinned, he still had a heart after God. He, it wasn't his desire, his right. intention right. to stay in a fallen space. And to me, a good example of that, man, is sometimes you think you're horrible and you're just, there's no good in you. But if you look at the story of Judas and Peter, mm -hmm. I always say this. I say, Peter had a bad day, but Judas was in a bad way. And even if Judas would have repented for you know for betraying Christ, he would have found repentance sure because he committed suicide, right. and he cried, he felt bad, right. but he didn't do what was necessary to have God's recovery plan. Right. Peter repented, right. so he accepted God's recovery plan. So some of you might be out there right now, and you might have done something, and, you, and your critical voice may be telling you, like, oh, you can't get it right. God's not going to take you back. Right. God doesn't want anything to do with you. We see from the beginning, the person who let, left the gate open for sin, right. opened the door, Adam, he made a recovery plan. And throughout the Bible, he did. He would have did it for Judas if Judas would have just accepted God's recovery plan. But he did it for Peter. Right. And so back to David. Because some, a practical step is that introspection. Mm. Because Nathan had, to, he knew what he did, y'all. We know what we do. Right. Sometimes right. it takes a preacher like yourself or the man of God. And this is another thing because in our day and age, you'll leave a church if a pastor tells right. you something. Which is, which all, day, all Nathan did was expose. It was, right. a, it was the essence of exposure. And thinking that, he got away with something and God revealing that he didn't get away with something. It was, it just brought exposure to it. Now that exposure entails awareness. Right. And for those of you who have substance abuse, you've, you've extramarital affairs, uh, sexual crimes against children, anything like that. When you, this is very important what he's sharing. When you are exposed, mm -hmm. it's better to deal with it. Right. Before you get exposed. Right. But usually the Bible talks about he that covered his sin shall not prosper. We have a proclivity to cover our sins. To cover our sins. Right. Just, just like Adam did. We tried, yeah. We tried to run and hide. Right. We, we have a an eight, uh, uh, an eight proclivity to run to, um, and, and, and to run and hide, it means that we take matters in our own hands. Right. That we... We got it under control. We can mask it. We can, we can control it. Right. Which it shows that by trying to control it, when we're out of control, we have no control. Because the leaves, he had power of the leaves. The, the leaves were, the very moment that he took the leaves off, they died. The, off the tree, they died. Which shows that he you did can't not cover yourself have. With anything in this earth. Exactly. Exactly. And so uh, David, once Nathan exposed it, now, now it brings awareness to it. Now you, we, in that awareness, you 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 can either face it or you can, or you can be proud not, or, or not face it. Right, because he was a king. Right, he could have killed him. Right. He already killed a man. Right. He could have killed him. Right, and and his pride could have said, "I don't want anyone to know." And to close your eyes to it does not mean that it's still not exposed. Right, just because you refuse to or you 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 choose to ignore it. It's still there. Right. It, it's it's still there. It's just you made a conscious decision 
not to denial, uh, not to acknowledge it, nor bring attention to it. Right. Um, and so now that 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 turns into something else. Right. You right. know. And so, right. um, but the, in order for you to recover, in order for any man to get bounced back and and get back on their feet or get back to that place. You you have you have to see it for the way God see, you have to see it for what it is, right. and you have to live in that. And it's almost like being mindful. You have to be mind. This is what it Awareness. is. You, yeah. it's, it becomes aware. You are right. aware of. And and what's so good about things that God wants us all to be aware. Right. He wants us all, especially a man. If you're not in your place, God wants us all to be aware it's a part of that's the he put it in our brain he put it in our thought process of consciousness he wants us to be aware right and, and that's a pivotal point yeah the awareness because what will you do with the awareness because for most people you want to continue to do what you're doing your shame your critical voice is saying no one's gonna you know forgive you it's, it's, and so you could continue down that spiral right and so you're at an impasse and it's two roads, and you can either go down the road of pride and excuses like Adam, mm-hmm. or you can go to the next level like David did when he talked about, um, you know, when he said, "I am the man." Right. But what about so? What now? There, there could be a challenge to where some people don't, they're they're exposed to certain things, but they don't think that that thing is that bad. Well, that's denial. So but when it's laid out to you, yeah, that's where you can make excuses and and have that cog- cover it up with a cognitive dissonance, like so that you can keep doing it. Well, I only smoke sometimes. Well, right. I only drink sometimes. Well, everybody else cheats on their wives. Right. Or everybody else fornicates or has right. adultery. Right. So that's when you're covering it. You're covering it with an excuse. Right. That's why I said there's two paths. Right. There's the path of excuse and covering yourself like Adam, and then there's the path of God's recovery plan. And like David, words, when he only- heard the information, instead of killing the shooting the messenger, he said, "I am the man." I am the man. That's right. I am. He owned it. He owned it. He fell on his sword. I am. He owned the man it. because he That's told right. him the story about another man. Because people can point out other people's sin right. quicker than theirs. Right. And then he it clicked. The you know. No, he, Nathan said, "Thou art the man." Oh, I thought Nathan, he said. I thought he Nathan, said. No, Nathan said, "Thou art the man, David." Now, David, he had two options mm-hmm. to dismiss it mm-hmm. and keep going mm-hmm. or own it mm-hmm. and 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 adjust his life to the path that God wanted him exactly. for recovery. Right. And his acknowledgement was stating, I correction. Yeah. His acknowledgement was saying, I am the man, but he said, I have sinned. By his actions. Yeah, he said he he, yeah. he confessed it. Yeah, he, he by his and actions. And there is power right. in confession. That's right. That's right. Because That's right. it's the opposite route of blaming other people. Right. But when you say, I did it, I and then walked in my flesh, right. I sinned against my wife, right. I sinned against my children, I sinned against God, I drank the alcohol, right. I, I'm an alcoholic because of me. Right. Yeah, my parents may have treated me bad, or right. I may have grew up in a bad neighborhood. But the uh, my I, drug addiction—I made that decision. I put the pipe I, in my mouth. That's right. That's right. That's right. I went to the hotel that's and right. opened the door. That's right. I paid for pornography and watched it. That's right. That's right. I did that. Own it. Own it. You. We. 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 You. I. 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 I, 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 I did that. 
That's I the man's that. statement. That's right. That's that's, that's what Adam that, was supposed to say. That is also a mark of maturity. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a it's actually a mark of maturity because children sometimes, if you notice, what Adam did, Adam blamed Eve. Eve blamed the serpent, but he he did not want to take the onus of responsibility, and because he 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 refused to own it, I think that it showed. It really showed his state of mind and where he really was. Right. Uh, and right. when you see David, David, to have the hallmark, a man after God's own heart. And then there's a statement where he says, against the only have, have I, I sinned. sinned. Yeah, that's acknowledgement. Against the only have I sinned. Acknowledgement. He acknowledged the, the relationship fact of, of, of his relationship with God and against him only has he said he could have said i i sinned against bathsheba i said but he he went to the to the greater than just bathsheba he went to the greater than just uriah because right. understanding uriah right. is still it, it, uriah belongs to god right and because uriah belongs to god he goes to the one who is the creator of yeah. all things yeah and he says against relationship the, yeah his his close to, because he had, it was, a, he had a close god. relationship with god right and, and 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 for the longest time he understood that god put him in that position mm-hmm. he understood that god elevated him to that position mm-hmm. or brought him to that place mm-hmm. and now he says against the only have i sinned so right he, he, so it was the it was awareness acknowledgement absolutely and then the next one um was that he asked for forgiveness forgiveness so that means he he was willing to change so in that even in that asking for repentance he was repentant and that's the culmination of um repentance is not is again to make clarity it's not it's not a bunch of crying snotting it's it's a it's an acknowledgement of changing my way my direction it's it's a conscious decision to go a different a I'm different route. I'm going back route. the way I was supposed to I'm go. I'm going a different route. I'm going back the way I was I'm, supposed I'm, to be going. I'm I'm, I'm going to, I'm going back to back Eden. to the route mm-hmm. that it was the the plan that was successful for me. That's then funny. going the other route and taking matters in my own hands. Right. So he he willingly went a different route. Right. In our society, we've made it so emotional that I feel bad. Feeling remorse is not repentance. Right. Feeling the consequences and the shame no. is not repentance. It's not repentance. That's remorse. That's remorse. That's not and repentance. Shame. That's, that's shame. And that comes yeah. with getting caught. Yeah. That's not repentance. But it's not repentance. No. So if you don't get to the place where you make a decision. Right. That's right. Because it's a that's decision. Right. You go back to the decision tree right. every day. That's right. And although the fruit doesn't change on the trees, your decision right. about the fruit changes. So you're going to go a different route. That That's may right. mean that you're going to get off Facebook. That's right. That may mean that you're not going to, you know, you're going to put blockers on your phone. You're going to give your wife your passcode. Right. That right. may mean right. that you're going to stop hanging out with the people who drink. That's right. That may mean you have to stop hanging around the people who smoke. Right. That might mean uh, the friendly contacts that you have that that present opportunity mm-hmm. for you to to pick the fruit, the low hanging fruit. Close all doors. You got to close all doors. Close all doors. That's right. And even some people may be right. nice and you might be like, well, that's my friend right. or, you know, me and her are just friends. Well, you have a whole wife. Right. right. So you have to close that door. You have a whole husband. Close that door. Right. You have to close those doors because you're going in a different direction. And that shows God that you are repentant. Right. 
Right. And so, and part of your repentance too is your statement of faith. Once you start getting, you know, that you're going to teach people. Right. You're not going to glamorize what you used to do. And I used to drink the house down, or I used to smoke right. the house down, or I used to have so many women. But now, you're you become an uh, an advocate on God. You become an advocate, advocate of, righteousness, of righteousness, and you declare, right. I'm going to be. I'm going to campaign for rightness now. I'm going to campaign. I may have done something wrong. I may have slept with somebody. I may have done right. drugs. I may have uh, had an affair. But now I'm going to teach that you should right. be a good husband. I'm not doing and that. And I'm going to yeah, model it right. because teaching is not just telling, it's doing. Right. So now I'm going to, when David said, I'm going to teach sinners, you know, the, the ways they're transgression. One of those ways is by living right. Self, he's, he's actually imposing self-disciplines upon himself. Right. He's establishing disciplines that this is what I'm not going to do. And by doing that, I'm going to teach others not to do it. Right. So he's he's not only expressing or he's not only acknowledging, he's teaching and he's doing. Right. So it's a it's a three-pronged process. He he acknowledges, he he, he expresses it. He teaches and he doesn't do it. Right. And and sometimes pride is an obstacle to all this, mm-hmm. you know, because when you have to admit that well, think about much it. He, given, much required, no, okay, no, we're going to back up it. a little bit for those who may still think, be struggling think about with it. that. He was the king. Yeah. And he had a relationship with God. God he, was good to him. He was the king. And God and, was good to and, him. And God was good to him. He could have gave any excuse. His predecessor his predecessor, Saul, when Saul got in trouble, Saul would give an excuse. Well, the men, they they yeah, they wanted the to do that. The people yeah. wanted to, they were waiting for you. They yeah. they wanted to bless you. Yeah, they we're only, to, I'm we, only a man. We, we, you, so, she, was, she was naked. She, you, you, you see what I'm saying? And so, <laughs> right. and so him being, there is nobody else to go to. Right. There's who who can he blame it on? Me. When you when you start to realize that the 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 onus the word. decisions and the errors that you make within your life is based upon the decisions that you make and you start owning them then as you start owning them you can find ways out to to self correct and be and and to you, you become powerful you become there's power empowered. in exactly. admitting that you did it exactly. because if you messed up then you can correct it Exactly. You're powerful. If you messed you, up your life, if you don't own you can, it, if yeah. you don't own it, people can have power over you. Yeah, or, or, or things can have power mm-hmm. over you, or situations or occurrences can have power mm-hmm. over you. Yeah, it, and 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 in order to own it, that becomes you, you're going to become vulnerable. There's a state of vulnerable. There is, and with that vulnerability comes comes shame, comes comes uh, uh, guilt. That comes with it. Can I say this too? That's very important um, that you understand that the difference between guilt and conviction, because guilt is, it's a natural, there's toxic guilt and then there's guilt. 
because you need to feel guilt to understand that you did something wrong. But spiritually, it's called conviction Mm -hmm. because God allows you to feel conviction so that you can repent. The enemy capitalizes on guilt so that you can stay in prison. Keep you in that state. So guilt and conviction. Right. So there's it's supposed to be an appropriate amount of shame because you did wrong. But toxic shame tells you you can't get out. Right. So I just want to. It's so important. And 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 with that being said, the the vulnerability, the shame, the guilt, or the conviction. The uh, how does this relate to how do we see this clear picture of David's response? Well, we see the clear picture when the Bible says that when he had that child, when Bathsheba had that illegitimate child, mm-hmm. he fasted. The child was sick, mm-hmm. and and David did not want any harm to come to that child because right. he he understood. The reason why the child is in the position that it's in is because of him. Right. It was his fault. Right. The Bible says that he did not want to respond to anybody. Right. He did not want to talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. He fat. He didn't eat mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. And then the Bible says that when the child died, mm-hmm. the Bible says that David got up. Washed his face. He washed his face. And he, he ate. Right. And, and and then he moved forward. Right. And that that is a, illust- a, cl- a good illustration of that he lived through that trauma of right. his decision. Right. He, and he didn't relapse because of the consequences. Right. And because so, sometimes it's easy to relapse. 100%. You know, you may lose your job because of drugs. You may, your wife may leave you. So and, you say, I'm going to be a serial cheater. And how did he improve? He right. married Bathsheba. Right. And then in Marian Bathsheba, it goes further. They had a son, Solomon. Right. Now he owed her. Right. He 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 was indebted to her because, because he had of, many wives. Because he he yeah. is indebted to her because of what he did to Uzziah. The thing that he did to Uriah. Right. Yeah, and so he owed her. And right. in that reflect of his owing, he 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 gave Solomon the throne when everybody else he could have gave it to all of his other sons yeah, other because older. he had he had the other his other wife he had uh, Abigail he had uh, uh, Michal right. but he gave Solomon the throne right. um, which shows that um, of his repentive state right of his of his of his attitude He's trying to still get of, it right of trying to make amends restitution yeah god's recovery amends. plan there sometimes there's just natural restitution and, and, and it comes with it yeah because, based on your decisions on how 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 impactful the, the error it was you're gonna have to pay restitution to people to pe- i mean god is understanding yeah. he paid restitution yeah. to god in the form yeah. of um he didn't get his child but he still had to pay restitution to Bathsheba. Bathsheba. So right. in God's recovery plan, even as a man, you may need to go back, write some letters, That's apologize right. to some people, right. and do better. That's, right. That's the only way you're going to feel better That's and right. you're going to walk in the recovery. That's, That's the right. only way you're going to get up is to do something different and acknowledge that you've hurt people. You may need to apologize That's to right. your children. That's right. I wasn't there the way I needed right. to be there. That's right. And then not just apologizing only, but then corrective steps, restitution, yes. make amends, right. go see your kids. Do what is right. Do what is right. It, it, apologize right. to your family. I right. haven't been that's home. Right. You know, it, it, if your wife is good enough to forgive you, give her things that would help her to trust you. Right. You know, let her know, honey, I'm on my way home. I'm but coming. Bec- but you know, one thing about becoming better, that means you have to do the opposite of what was wrong. 
Right. And, and, and you and, might have to pay and, a little and, more. And by doing, <laughs> yeah, you might have. That's the restitution part. Yeah. By doing the opposite, what was wrong? You're doing what is right, and right. not only doing what is right, you're practicing what is right. And 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 in order to become better, you have to be. You have to do better, or or you have to become better in your actions and your practices. Right. And, Otherwise, you will not become better. You right. you will you will live in a life of delusion or denial. Right. And and you'll continue to 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 allow pride to oh that 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 was that was just that that one instance. Right. But in order to be in order to to live better, you have to become better. Right. And and the beautiful thing about that, as we come to the end of our um, Hope Wednesday, is that God's recovery plan included Jesus now because we do know that um, David had some residual impact because the sword did not depart from his home because of his bloodline and and that's why it's important to do to fight to know too that some of the things that you all are fighting man it didn't start with you right your fathers may not mention it right your father's fathers may not mention it but sometimes perversion is in bloodlines sometimes addiction is in bloodline but when you make the decision to go into God's recovery plan, right. then blessings can be in your bloodline because Jesus came right. 14 right. generations after David. Right. And he presented an opportunity for you to have a new bloodline. So regardless of what's in your bloodline, because David had uh, Moabites, he had Ruth, right. he had Rahab, harlots. They had sexual sins in their bloodline and different things in their bloodline. Mm-hmm. But, and even he brought... The violence and his kids killed each other because from that action. Because of his failure. And that's just to remind you that your recovery plan can help your future generation recover. Because Jesus is our our new Adam. And now when we walk in the newness of life, we can correct, we can we can correct the defaults of Adam sin in us. Right. And we can pass that on to our children. You men can do that. And and one one thing about that. I think that we don't exhibit enough is becoming by uh, being that example. That means being that example, you have to practice what is, what is right, what is acceptable. Right. And, and, and I think that we, it's, it's easy. Some, for some people, it's easier to say what is right, or it's easier to, to regurgitate the right words or characteristics mm-hmm. of what they want to be. But it's a whole nother ball game when you take on the identity or the per, or not the persona, but the identity of what to do, the right thing to do mm-hmm. by 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 just doing it, um, by putting it into practice every single day, by putting this thing, by doing this thing, by living this thing out every single day. And that's where you're going to start to see the fruit and the benefit of it by putting it into practice daily. Every, every single day. Yeah. And you can't. We die daily. You cannot. It's a daily fight. Uh, I'll just, I want to actually touch on something. There may be situations where you feel guilty of the past decisions that you made, but in order to, in order to move past that, you got to do what's right. Got to move away from To it. settle it. You got to move away from that bad decision. You got to travel exactly, away Exactly. Exactly. You have to have enough faith yeah. in, in your actions and your character in order to show that I have separated, I've separated myself from that. I don't live there no that more. Act. That 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 was that was what I did, mm-hmm. but that's not me. Mm-hmm. And 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 um, 
you have to put some time and distance in between that action and that character keep and that moving. behavior and keep moving forward. And that's where Paul says, I press toward the mark of the high calling, which is in Christ Jesus. He actually shows us that we have to put some things in practice in order for us to move away from that wrong behavior or that bad judgment. And and what it does is it builds confidence. And it actually, you can actually see how far you have come based on the personal practices and disciplines that you actually impose upon yourself, uh, which is acceptable to God. And God, and, 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 as you do that, you become what God is expecting out of you. Right. And my last statement is that you'll never be, based on Scripture, you'll never be the man that God wants you to be as long as you're acting, if your why is individualistic. Right. Like, if you're whatever you're doing, if you're just doing it for you, because Adam just ate the fruit for himself, then that's a a hallmark and you should highlight that and note that you're going down the wrong road and you'll never have God's recovery plan and you'll never be successful because the counter of that is Jesus. His why, he said, for the joy that was set before me that he endured the cross. So he died for the people. He so loved the world. So the mindset of a successful man walking in God's plan is collective accountability. Mm-hmm. It's community-minded. Mm-hmm. Collective accountability, communal and, accountability, and personal accountability. Right. And and just really having more than yourself in mind. Right. Because what you do and how you live just doesn't stay at home. It's not enough you. to just do it, it for it yourself. Doesn't, it just doesn't stay there. Adam did it for Adam himself. did not quite understand that there is a posterity that's coming behind him. In fact, the, the book of Genesis talks about it, it, these are the sons, and, and they had Seth, and then he was in the likeness of his father. It's never personal. It never stays with you. Right. As a man, it never stays with you. It's right. always, it becomes it communal. It becomes societal. It becomes collective. It doesn't just stay with you. It, right. it, it What you do impacts somebody else. Right. What you do impacts whether your son, your daughter, your community communal right um it it impacts and we we don't live as hermits right and it, even even what you do impacts your daughters it impacts, it, it, everybody. It impacts everybody and it's so it's so powerful because if you look at it like this i know i said that was my last statement for real this is my last <laughs> statement i'm getting like the preachers eve had the x so and adam had the xy so he had humanity within him men and women. So her eating of the fruit, it, it couldn't, not that she could have a baby by herself, but she only could. It stayed with it her. It would just be, it would be just the women. It stayed with her. It could never touch the man. That's right. But Adam's sin was able to touch the X and the Y, yeah. all of humanity. I want you guys to remember that. That's right. What you do has the ability to affect the X and the Y, the men and the women. Right. Closing statement, Pastor Flakes. Uh just you know, it's been a it's been a pleasure. Thank you for allowing me to say some words. Thank and you, information. Sir. Uh I just want to encourage every man out there uh that uh don't lose hope that God has ordained you to be the man. God has ordained you. Find the clear definition of what manhood is. Find God's perception of what manhood is, idea God's idea of what manhood is. Do not let culture or society define 
what man is because that definition is ever changing. When you get back to the basics of what God, the way God sees man and what your role and your responsibility is, you're going to carry that over into being a good father, a great father. But it starts with every single man. And as you become better as a man, you'll become better. That that better will be will be carried into you being a better father. And so a better a better human being. And so um, I just want to encourage every man, don't stop. Keep fighting. That with the challenges on the table. Uh, don't let the enemy just take us out. You got to keep fighting. Keep fighting. So, keep fighting. And, Amen. Uh, you, 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 eventually, you'll see a breaking of day, but you got to keep grinding. Keep grinding. So be encouraged. God bless you.